Welcome back. I have Joel Finkelstein from the NCRI. This is the Na Network Contagion Research Institute. Uh, we've been talking about it. This is, the, this is the second episode. We've been talking about his work in the context of Hindu phobia. And, uh, uh, you know, for, to refresh your memory, he's a Princeton PhD in neuroscience, understanding how the brain works and how it learns so that we can teach people better, uh, more truth and better and also machine learning. So there are a lot of applications. But in this context, his, his, uh, his institute that he set up is to look for uh, advanced indicators, uh, look for cause and effect between social media and real world activity, real world uh, violence and, and things like Hindu phobia, so that they can, be in a, they can be a predictor, a predictive model, which says when this pattern happens, first of all, how to find who started it? Because there are so many bots and you, you may not know who started it. They have all kind of fake IDs, but he has ways of going into the, into the dark web, figuring out who started it, who are the people behind it, and then what's the impact, what is the likely impact, what are they trying to achieve? They might have started in one country and they're trying to create a riot in another country. They're trying to overthrow a government somewhere. They're trying to smear a campaign somewhere. All of that they're trying to do. So that's his work. And today we'll talk about, as a, as a case study, what happened in the UK, in yes. Leicester, a Hindu, a Hindu Muslim mob was incited yes. as a result of a cricket match. Yes. Now there's enough cricket rivalry and people like the soccer rivalry and people go sure. all this stuff. But this was instigated is what you are finding. Absolutely. So tell us about it. Well, I think that, you know, beyond a normal cricket match, we saw a lot of hostilities in the India-Pakistan match that took place uh, in, in England between the two communities and fights broke out. This is very common at cricket matches. And anyone who's a cricket fan will tell you that violence and hooliganism at cricket matches is a, a fairly normal occurrence. In particular in the UK. In particular in the Where UK. both communities are present. Yes, absolutely. So we've seen violence um, from both sides at these cricket matches in previous uh, histories. It's, it's not the first time this has happened. But what we saw happen in this occasion was, uh, was, was that after the violence occurred at these cricket matches, a number of narratives emerged suggesting that, that these weren't, this wasn't merely hooliganism at, at a match. It was actually organized violence on the part of India and Hindus in order to ethnically cleanse or, or brutalize Muslims in England itself. And in addition to those calls, we saw a lot of malicious narratives that were making up uh, and distorting facts about what was happening in Leicester, such that you know, pages of the Quran were found burned, that children had been, you know... So were these true things that happened, these Qurans were being burned, or were these fake news no. to create violence? No, the, 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 it, it appears these reports were unsubstantiated. So they, and, were, they were fake news showing all this stuff. Yeah, the unsubstantiated. To create, to, to create a violence between To create people. tensions. And those malicious narratives got thousands and thousands of retweets. So a populist kind of crowd began emerging around this, this behavior. Now, the thing is, it wasn't just populist hatred that was fueling this. There were specific actors who were known Islamists, people who were prominent uh, in, in media and other, who, who were known to pray for ISIS publicly. You know, like the ISIS supporters and, and, uh, and Islamists that were taking to this material to deliberately uh, and in quite influential you ways. Have, you have a guy here called Majid Freeman. Yes, well, Majid that's right. Majid Freeman is a person in your report yep. who sort of is one of the guys in this. Yeah, now Fried, Friedman is a British Pakistani. He's a British Muslim. And he's, he's a former aid worker who was convicted uh, 
uh, who supported uh, the convicted murderer and an Al Qaeda supporter, Avi Siddiqui. He's posted uh, posting supporting ISIS on his on his on his uh, web pages, um, and he's he's offered prayers for slain British Al Qaeda operative uh, Iftekhar Jaman. And he's done all of this on his social media pages. This is somebody who is an ideologue, right? And they're disseminating these narratives that are simply untrue in order to incite this kind of activity. Now, as this is happening, we're seeing on Instagram and Twitter groups that are literally saying, let's go bus in at this location at this time with all of us into Leicester. We're taking buses and we're going to bus in and show these Hindutva, you know, these Hindutva uh, dominators who's really boss. We're going to teach them a lesson. So, so from your report, uh, you have uh, one of these images that they put out there is that uh, they're blaming, they're saying the BJP youth from Leicester, these are the little RSS countries going around uh, prob- causing problems to Sikhs and Muslims. Yes. So they're combining Sikhs and Muslims as the victims yeah. and saying that these Hindus are the ones causing problems. Absolutely, that's and right. And then another one which says, shall we go... Shall we go Saturday, teach these guys a lesson? Absolutely. And then he says, yes, we are going. And these, and these, these are posts that have hundreds of thousands of views. Okay, so they're, they're gaining circulation online and attacks begin happening. And the police records suggest that most of these attacks are against Hindus. Most of these attacks are terrorizing Hindu houses of worship. They're, they're, they're uh, uh, graffiti, vandalization, all kinds of problems that are emerging as riots begin breaking out in Leicester. And, and the attacks are directed in, in, in they're fairly unidirectional. And then your research also shows Al Jazeera putting out some of this. Yes, well, I mean, there's a whole, there's an entire ecosystem of media amplifiers that essentially create a feeding frenzy around the violence. And, they, and the, the very conspiracy that, that Hindutva is invading uh, England becomes the basis, the idea that they hate us. These are the people who are doing the hating, not us. And We're therefore, just, therefore we'll respond. And therefore we must respond. So here is another one which says demonstration outside the hornet's nest of Nazi Hindutva. Yeah. And this is a, a call to action to go in front of the Sri Sanatan Hindu Mandir and have a demonstration, riot, whatever. Yes. And so then here it says that the Hindu Hindu Mandirs are being accused of being a den of Hindutva uh, and therefore Muslims must go and attack. So what we saw in response to this, especially on Twitter, we did an analysis on Twitter and we looked at the use of terms, like we saw surges and mentions of Hindu, that this, these kinds of episodes of bloodshed are sensational and gain a lot of attention. And we saw mentions of these you know, exploding and we want to understand what is the sentiment? What, what is the narrative that people are, are creating around Lister? We, we now have a sense of what has actually happened on the ground, that these attacks were called for and that, that there was incitement to violence by, by what appeared to be a small network of committed Islamist influencers who were actually central in, in agitating for this. But so it's that, interesting but, to note that the police, the Leicester police puts out a nice nice thing saying, denying all this, that, that this is false news. Yes, well. So they're saying, yeah. we've seen reports on social media that a mosque is being attacked. Officers on the ground have confirmed that this is not true. Yeah. Please only share information on social media you know to be true. Yeah. So the police is getting concerned that the Islamists are accusing the Hindutva yep. uh, falsely and creating a riot against the Hindutva and against the temples. Yeah. The police is concerned and police is standing there and saying that these reports that the Islamists are making are false. Yes. There is no attack on any mosque. This is just made up. Yes. And, and this, by the way, we, we did an analysis on the social graph during the conversations about Who's talking to who in the conflict as it's happening? 
And the central node amongst the Hindu accounts of the Lester Police. The Hindus are talking to the, to the Lester Police. Okay. Right? The, the Islamists and the people who are agitating for violence, they're mostly talking to Majid. Right? And Majid is the central node there. Right? So, so they, they have their hero who's, the, who's this Islamic guy, white Muslim, uh, who's tricking all this. And as far as Hindus are concerned, they're talking to the police to try and get a hundred percent. And and, and here is very interesting. Uh, and by the way, this this actually creates really important information that the police are are during these kinds of tensions, which will become more commonplace in the future, most certainly, where social cyber tensions are spilling over into the real world. Understanding that traffic and narrative because you're a central node is very important. Seeing the whole field of where the where the rumors are happening, keeping eyes on this. It's very important because the, the, the vulnerable community will be turning towards law enforcement as a source of information. Right. And law enforcement does not have a lot of eyes on this kind of information in this right. way. Right. So there's a capacity building that's needed from this and a yeah. lesson learned for ethnic communities. Police need to learn all this stuff. They need to learn this very badly. So here's an interesting thing, which uh, another one of these memes, it says, and they have a black guy, and it says, Hindutva attacks, attack Muslims in Leicester, and Muslims must retaliate back. Yes, that's what that's what this this is showing. That's the common meme. Now, the problem with that depiction is that that was the depiction that came over the entire of Twitter. So when you looked up the word Hindu, what you saw during this during this episode, we did natural language processing, and what it showed was that the the Hindus were depicted by and large as the aggressors, and they were depicted as being the ones who were terrorizing. And Muslims, by contrast, the sentiment is they were drunk. It's there's a, there's a lot of hemming and hawing in in the natural language processing that suggests that they they were actually not the aggressors. And they were just responding. They were and they were just exactly that. And that, that's what came out of the natural language processing. Now, when we did, we we used um, large language models like ChatGPT is an example of one. We used some of these to understand where there were threats, specific threats to violence. And when, where specific threats to violence were used, 70% of them came towards, were directed towards Hindus, right? Yeah. So whereas the public perception on Twitter was clearly that Hindus were terrorizing people, we found a complete distortion. Yeah. Now, and, and then we looked up the word Hindu phobia, to your point earlier about Hindu phobia and the lack of education. When we looked up Hindu phobia and Islamophobia, we saw that there were only almost twice as many mentions of Islamophobia on Twitter during this time than there were Hindu phobia. Right. In spite of the fact that the that the attacks were disproportionately against Hindus, yeah. despite the fact that the, the calls for violence, according to our machine learning analysis, were targeting Hindus as a vulnerable community. So here again, I'm appealing to all those Hindus who are Hindu activists who feel that we should not use the word Hindu phobia, there is no such thing, or we shouldn't use it, or it's a wrong word. Please, please don't do that because the, the frequency of the use of the word is an important measure to various models that are, that are tracking these things. If you turn it into something else, an anti-Hindu, Hindu, Musia, Hindu, this, that, that, your tracking system will not be as accurate and the authorities need to know the trends. And so these keywords are important. And we need to be able to educate people. We need to be That's able to... an education gap. So here, there's another one here. It says a video showing shows a man climbing the the Brahma Samaj Shivalaya temple, okay, tearing down a saffron flag, uh, rejoin, and joining the mob, and and through the 25 police officers were killed, were injured in this, and this 20, 21 year old Islamist named Adam Yusuf was arrested uh, in, in this process, and he stated that his aggression was inspired by social media. Yes. So that proves your point. Uh, absolutely. Now. I'll say this about the report that in addition to the activity that we saw coming from, uh, you know, in, in England and the attacks against Hindus, 
There's also a phenomena called reciprocal radicalization that we study. And in reciprocal radicalization, what happens is that the, the atrocities on one side justify the hatred on the other side. Mm. You know, and, and so we saw a surge of a negative sentiment around Muslims occurring in, in India itself as this mm. was taking shape. Now, a lot of that was highly reactive, but we, we found evidence of some pretty nasty memes that were occurring on the so subcontinent this is, itself. This is exactly what the Pakistanis want. They want to create a Hindu-Muslim problem in India. And it's what the Islamists want too. They, they so they're want. looking for a war of civilizations. Now, yes. where, where, so the war of civilizations that, that this is seeking to ignite, right? I think there, there, there's, there, again, this goes back to the conversation we had in the first part about how to get it right with who's a monster and who isn't. Right. 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 If you, so, like, we really need to make sure that 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 when we're dealing with this, we recognize the problems of reactivity internally. Right. Because the, because if we're not distinct from the from the thing that we're fighting, then we risk becoming it. Yes. And that and that is a great danger towards yeah. towards communities, towards diasporic communities, towards vulnerable communities, because you know what happens is that unless you can break from that cycle. You're always caught in a cycle of feeling like a victim and wanting to be the, the oppressor. Right. right. So, so just to recap, what we've done is we've discussed how there are negative memes against Hindus that are spread out and which justify the, the Islamists promoting a violence against the Hindus. Yes. So one of them is that all of this, that uh, there are attacks on, mus on mosques, uh, which the police said are not true, which were misinformation. There are a whole lot of these memes out there. So this attack on mosque is happening and therefore we have to go and get back against these Hindu guys who are doing it because these Hindutva people are trying to establish a Hindutva United Kingdom and so we have to fight against it. So this is, this is the common theme yeah. that is going on. And I want to, before we close, I want to tell people the thoroughness of your report. Uh, you basically, uh, uh, you know, you basically done a huge uh, timeline of events, timeline, that's right. Yeah. Starting from August 28th. Yeah last year yep. uh, till September 20th. So yes. this is a 20 day, 30 day uh, timeline of every single thing happening. Who did what, who said what, who are the main uh, Twitter handles and how they are feeding each yeah. other. With, they're saying something and there's a yep. riot here and there's a violence yes. there and there's this false allegation. So well, this is all nicely analyzed, which is very important. It is very important. And this is something we learned working with John Farmer, the former chief uh, investigator to the 9-11 Commission and attorney general here in the state of Jersey. Whenever we start an investigation, we always begin with a timeline. We always want to make sure that we have a timeline that captures events as they've occurred sequentially and as clearly as possible. And that, that's crucial for contextualizing, you know, the, the events that we're studying. It's and also, the, it's very impressive, the level of data, empirical evidence. It's all fact-based. You put it all up yep. there in appendices. And no, we're very proud of this report. The, the report combines machine learning. It combines open source intelligence investigation. It combines time series analysis. It is, it is a, I, I'm really proud of my students uh, for in, in their, the work that they committed to this. It's, it's a very far-reaching report that really highlights a methodology for understanding how social media can become a weapon in inciting ethnic violence. So with this, we'll close this. And the next episode, we'll talk about Khalistan. Okay, excellent. And that is every, all of you guys, you think you know it, but you don't, because you, know, you, you think it's some sporadic violence here, some bad guy, a few bad actors. It, it's, it's a big conspiracy, it's global. And you can see the footprints of that action in on the so, on the social media, which is what they've done. Their organization has done. So we will go and uh, through their entire report on the Khalistani movement 
on social media and how it incites physical violence against Hindus, against Indian government establishments, and then they, how they are working with the Pakistanis in, in, in very serious ways and with the Islamists towards a common cause. Yes. So we will discuss that in the next episode. We'll be back. Thank okay. you.